7 of Big Happy Life. I'm Natalie, I'm your host. And this week we're carrying on with the topic of beliefs and we're looking at when and how to challenge your beliefs. Last week we looked at the fact that beliefs come from a variety of sources, uh, both inside us and outside us. And that regardless of where they come from, they're not necessarily based on information that's 100% accurate. They're interpretations, they're filters through which we see the world. And it's our beliefs that kind of create these images that we use to make sense of the world, to make sense of what we want, where we're going, what our futures hold, what's possible, what's not possible, what's good, what's bad. All of that stuff is based on our beliefs. But we also looked at the fact that sometimes those beliefs don't serve us very well. And they can be the source of whatever holds you back or keeps you from doing the things that you feel are in line with who you want to be. When I originally recorded that, I said, keeps you small or playing small. And then I thought about it and thought, well, that's that's my belief, that a big life is a good one. Um, but what if playing small is actually the right thing to do? That's somebody else's belief. So if I find that as I add things to my life, I become more and more stressed and less and less me then maybe it's time to challenge that belief. And that's exactly the point. It's a case of saying you've got this system that you're operating by. And in some cases, it's driving you in a direction that may make you feel more in control, happier, more content, whatever the things are that that are important to you. And then in other cases, you might find that you're going after something that actually, if you were to stop and assess, you'd go, it's not working for me. I'm, I'm not actually enjoying this. And the payoff's not going to be worth it either. So I probably need to rethink where the belief came from that this was the right thing for me and what values it's based upon. Now, values are going to be for another topic, but for now, let's just look at the beliefs and how to challenge them. The first question to ask yourself is the one we looked at last week. Does this belief belong to you? Or have you internalized a belief you got from somewhere else? If so, where does it come from? Then ask yourself, What other beliefs do you also have to subscribe to in order to hold the main belief in place? Imagine it to be a bit like, a bit like a spider web, I guess, that the belief can't exist just on its own. It requires an infrastructure. It requires other things around it to support it and hold it in place. So what are those things? Now, when you're trying to challenge a belief, sometimes it's quite difficult to go straight to the heart of the thing. But when you can work out all the other beliefs you haven't really paid attention to, but they are required in order to hold the main belief in place, that's often your starting point. It's a good place to start going, okay, hang on a minute. No, I I don't buy that. So if I don't buy that, what happens to the main belief? Particularly if you find that actually when you look at the infrastructure of that main belief and you look at five or six beliefs that support it, but actually you disagree with about three or four of them, well, now you've really weakened the structure. Now you have some great grounds on which to challenge the belief. And that's when you start looking through your memories and your experiences and you start thinking about considering the fact that our memories are shaped by our beliefs and therefore what we actually notice in particular situations and end up remembering If you took another perspective, what would have been the elements of your story you would have picked up on? What would have been the evidence you'd have used in order to hold that belief in place? Let me give you an example of how it works. So I'll stick with the same example I shared with you last week with my weight obsession for basically three decades. I should say at this point, though, I am oversimplifying this for the purposes of illustration, but it'll give you a good idea of how the concept actually works. So the central belief was, I have to be thin to be accepted and succeed. Where did it come from? Well, 
the media, my friends, family members always worrying about their weight, all kinds of different sources where weight was such a huge part of everything around me. But have a look at that belief again. I have to be thin to be accepted and to succeed. What other satellite beliefs, if we put that one at the center of the web, what else has to go around it? So here's what I thought of as I was trying to kind of unpick this. Fat people are less worthy than thin people. Weight is more important than anything else. People don't like fat people. I can't succeed in my chosen career because of my weight. Now, notice how much easier those beliefs are to challenge because they are ludicrous. But in order for me to hold on to that first belief, I have to subscribe to the others. And if I'm unwilling to subscribe to the others, I have to challenge the main one. So that's why I say it's worth looking at the infrastructure. If you can't go directly head on at the central belief, look at the satellite beliefs first and decide whether or not you can subscribe to those. If not, find your challenge points and then look at how, even if it's just a case of tweaking the belief, but make it more usable so that what you end up with is something you can actually work with, something you can be in control of, take steps towards, make choices about that will lead you ultimately to do things in your life that you feel proud of, satisfied with, that bring you fulfillment in the moment. And that also, when you look back on, would be things that you would say, yep, I've lived my life in line with the things that I valued and I thought were important. There are lots more ways you can challenge beliefs, lots of fantastic questions you can ask yourself. It's really just about making your beliefs conscious, taking some time to think about them, question where they came from and what holds them in place so that you can think about whether or not they actually hold up in the face of reality and whether or not they're serving you well enough in terms of the direction in which you would like to move your life. If you have any comments or questions, or you'd like to delve into the subject a bit more in a specific way, let me know and I will record future podcast episodes to answer those questions or handle your comments. As always, I hope to see you back for the next episode and thanks for listening.